Welcome to the Janji or Else podcast, starring from Janji'sBeat.com, Mr. John Robleski. And with him as always, Tommy Else. You know the guy with the voice that'll make your panties wet. <laughs> Welcome to the show, John. <sighs> All right, who was that? Uh, that was an anonymous uh, donator to the uh, uh, regular listener uh, who uh, recorded that for us uh, to help us open the show and uh, would like to thank her. Um, she's, uh, you know, speaking gospel, you know, I mean, you're well, I, I will say uh, kudos. She pronounced the name properly, my name properly. Very well done. She got the website and the whole thing right, which is, you know, usually a challenge for people. Very nice voice, very clear delivery. And then it just went off the rails, right? When she she said that stuff about you that Not, gonna... I don't know, man. That's the word I've heard on the street. You know, when as soon as as soon as this sultry radio voice of mine comes over, it washes over them, and then the girls are just sliding out of their chairs. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's I've heard that too. Yeah. <laughs> So how are you, John? I was okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really hot out. <laughs> it is hot. It's like 99 degrees. Not to not to fall into the like, you know, let's talk about the weather, but I mean it's it's fucking hot out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's all over the country. Like, I mean, the south the southwest is just like they're in triple digits like every yeah. day. I mean, and uh, like north of 110. I mean, it's it's just this heat wave is just blasting the whole. I mean, we don't have it's it oppressive. Yeah, we don't have it nearly as bad as a lot of other places, but I mean still it's just it's a bitch i mean i i can't get up early enough at this point it just it doesn't get cool enough in the morning you know at this point and this is we got at least the rest of the week i think with this or something so well it's gonna get better but yeah it's 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 ugly it's less humid today so that helps but i went for a bike ride on monday morning and i all i had done was looked at the temperature and it said 71 i thought oh okay i can get out there no problem so I get my bike head outside bang you know hit that wall of humidity and i had that second thought of like well, i don't know man it's it's hard breathing just standing here you know it's but no hey i did uh i did five it, miles i did five miles of running but it, let me rephrase that i did five miles outside the first two were running and then, then it progressively my percentage of run went down to like the next mile was about 50%. The next mile yeah. was about two blocks. How far is your bike? 10 miles. Um, it's just, a, you know, it's, it's works out to be roughly an hour long ride. Uh, okay. So, uh, and Monday morning, I, and I knew that it was just going to keep going on the rest of this week and getting worse and worse. So I was like, this, you know, this may not be ideal, but this is probably the best I'm going to see for the next few days. So yeah. I just went and did it anyway and it was fine it was i it wasn't nearly as bad as i thought it was going to be so uh which was good so uh i was i'm a little i'm it's it's funny because i love the summer but i don't like the heat i like a nice day i like leaves on the trees that's one of my biggest things is i like leaves on the trees i can't stand it when all i see when i look out the window are just sticks you know i mean it's just so this time of year, I just love it. I have a great view looking out my window and it's, uh, it's beautiful. And, uh, you know, but 
I don't like when it gets to be 95 degrees and, you know, I'm sleeping in the living room right now because I've got my air conditioner uh, out there and my bedroom doesn't have one. So even trying to like get the fans back there and everything, it's like that works fine up until about 90 degrees or so. Yeah. Like, but we're, we're way above that. So. Um, well, the one good thing you got though, is your, your condo faces, um, you get the, the summer sun, I face, or the, the morning sun, I'm sorry. Yes, I face east, and so by noon, so right about now, uh, the sun is already over the building. So I get the opposite. Right, and I used to live on the other side of the building. I spent my first, what, 11 years. I spent my first 11 years on the opposite side of the building. And yeah, from noon until like 8, 8.30, I mean, depending on when it is, the sun is just blasting in your place. Yeah. I mean, and it's just, and you, and all I have is like this one window unit thing. And that's, you know, I mean, it's trying its damnedest to, <laughs> to cool the place off. I do also have, and I, I will, this is a free plug, the Arctic air, you know, chill box thing. I, I, I love it. It works fantastic. It's not going to cool the room off the way that they tell you, like, you know, I mean, like, yeah, if you're like in the closet, maybe, it'll, <laughs> you know, it'll cool it off. But, but it's, I, you know, like I keep one by my desk. So uh, if I'm training clients online or doing anything really, you know, um, I've got that and it's just blowing cool air on you and everything. And then I keep it next to me at bed too. So at bed whatever that means well, when I go to, when I go to bed. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt your train of thought, but I, I had a question for you though. You said you don't like to look out the window and see sticks, but would you like to look out the window and see sticks? The band? Yeah. <laughs> sure. That would really be wild if they were like down on the front lawn, you know, come yeah. sail away, you know, all I'd, that. Be, I'd be down with that. I bet the whole building would be into it. A little Mr. Roboto. That's uh, that's the kind of crowd we got living. <laughs> hey, your building is probably younger than mine. I'm one of the youngest people. What are you, 73, 72? <laughs> yeah, I'm 73. Oh, yeah. So I, was, I was right the first time. 57, you ass clown. Oh, 57. No, um, that's still, no, I mean, there's older people than that living here i mean that you you'd be like kind of right around the age of a lot of the people that i mean you know we all who all hang out together here and stuff it's such a cool building man they're everybody here is so awesome and nice to each other and you know and we all get along it's cool that you know not only do we have you know our little you know clubhouse in the basement of the building but we also uh we have a deck that uh our maintenance guy built for us now covered it's got screens on it and everything for the bugs we got a fire pit we got a gas grill we got a weber grill uh there's coolers out there you know i mean and people do, you know if it's a nice day everybody's sitting out there and the tiki torches are going and everything and if it's hot and oppressive then we're inside down in the basement at the clubhouse so i mean and you know what other apartment building do you get that at you know right now i have like very little i i the only person the only resident whose name i knew died um friendly with everybody else sure but not uh, there's no there's no real communication which is fine i have, i'm fine with that nobody bothers me well though, so and that's cool. and that's how it is in most places i'm just but that's why to me it's it's i'm very i feel very blessed and i find it remarkable that you know 
all these things come to have come together because all you know most of the people here are single live by themselves you know and you know all different ages and everything but um you know to have a little sense of community it's it's great and then you know when we see each other in the halls you stop and you talk and you know you know and stuff like that but we plan events we watch movies we do the pay-per-views down in the basement and everything i mean it's 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 great you know i mean any night of the week you can find people hanging out somewhere you know like if i'm sitting around the living room or something and just like you know i feel like hanging out with somebody i just go downstairs and just look around someone will be somewhere you know and they actually out. like you yeah buddy yeah. i'm i'm like the i'm like the the mayor of kenilworth arms here buddy i mean huh. I'm, i've well i've been here the longest i mean i have i am well it's just yeah but it's, duration seniority. doesn't necessarily translate to popularity no but uh i mean I walk into any room and I think it already just kind of is assumed that I uh, command it. And uh, yeah, yeah, so you command it. Well, you know, and plus it's also knowing, you know, uh, when to make an appearance too. You know, if I if I go down there every night, you know, it it, it takes away <laughs> some of the shine. But you wait like three or four weeks, nobody's seen you. Everyone's had a few drinks. You wait till it's like ten, ten thirty. And then bang, you come through the door and everybody's like, oh my God. So in other words, you're saying, in other words, you're saying you you need alcohol and you need uh, just a few appearances. I'm just trying to uh, maximize the moment for them. I I understand. And I know know the crowd that I'm playing to. So I I, I got it. Alcohol helps. And the fact that you don't do it very often helps. They'll, They'll tolerate you once in a while. I got it. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, everything in moderation for, I understand. For, them, for them and for me. And then, you know, and I too then enjoy it more because I'm not down. See, the thing is, is they're drinking like every damn night, you know, and it's like if I go down there every night, I mean, like I'll, I, you know, I'll never get up the next day, you know, <laughs> it's just like that's a good point. They party. I mean, you know, I'm probably about 10 to 15 years younger than most of them and they party way harder than i can handle so well you're, you're, well, you're soft what can i say well it's fine i don't need to i don't need to do it but i just it's tough keeping up with them because it's like they'll do a shot and then like five minutes later you want another shot and i'm like buddy take take it easy you know <laughs> i'm like i just you know, and then you start losing track of time and you don't know, you know, has it been 10 minutes? Has it been 40 minutes? You know, yeah, I guess I'll have another shot, you know, whatever. And then, yeah, no, I remember one night when we first opened up down there and I think I cleared an entire bottle of Jack Daniels on my own, wow. uh, 16 ounces of Jack Daniels. And, it, and it was just, be, and, you know, probably within, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours That'll do it. like that. Yeah. And it was just because they just kept being like, all right, you know, like we do a shot and then someone would come and show up all of a sudden. And it's like, ah, so-and-so is here. All right, line them up, you know, and then, <laughs> like they're porn shots. And then you're know. praying for nobody else to show up. So you right. don't have to do another shot. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, you know, so anyway, uh, we had an exciting week this week. We have had an exciting week. Uh, let's start. You with- lost your title. Let's start with uh, Monday. We'll work our you way lost the title week. in about a minute. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we uh, this last Monday 
uh, we were both at the Southside Occupational Academy where uh, once a year on their uh, field day, which they have uh, the day before the last day of school, uh, C-Red, um, a former resistance pro uh, talent, um, had started this back in the day of resistance pro and it was called our pro pop which was their positive outreach program and uh so uh the south side occupational academy is a really cool place it's a school for uh kids with special needs sort of at the high school level and teaches them um uh working skills you know real life uh uh, skills that they'll need in uh, both in their personal lives and in a uh, working environment. Um, the best example I try to give people is, is that like Jewel had uh, uh, donated a classroom to this place and it's got a uh, checkout lane with a cash register and shelves to stock and a bagging area, you know, and then they get to learn how to do all that stuff. And then that kind of helps pre-qualify them for jobs. And then they kind of help them get, you know, at, working at a jewel and things like that you know so it's it, it you know um it's I'm a not, fantastic place but yeah yeah it's just really cool and they do they do textiles they do farming they do i mean like there's also you can learn all sorts of stuff at this place and the people who work there are incredible they are very loving very patient they really care about all the kids that they that they work with um it is not an easy job at all no. um and and requires a lot of of patience and um i i'm just i i commend all of them so back about i i, I don't even know i it's 2014 what how long ago was that i guess eight years eight years okay so it's been eight years then wow all right so eight years ago uh red who was a teacher who is a teacher at this school um said you know let's try to let's try doing a show for the kids on the on their a wrestling uh, field, show a wrestling show yeah on the field day and so uh just you know a bunch of wrestlers volunteered for it he asked people to come out and be a part of it and everything and at the time it was it was all resistance pro guys and stuff but they were all volunteering either way and uh we did like an hour show you know probably four or five matches you know squeezed them in you know quick ones and uh and the kids just absolutely went nuts you were at the first one i, I believe, was right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, amazing event that's where i got my my rocky picture where i'm basically <laughs> i'm I'm, sta I'm standing in like this sea of kids and and doing the front double bicep i mean like i that's a did, did i take that picture i'm not asking for a compliment did i take no that i actually no i know exactly who took that picture okay okay it was, it was jenny it was our friend okay. jenny yeah. i love that picture yeah i do too i i you know not to sound conceited or anything i just but it's just i remember that moment and it's just like that's that's the cool thing that not many people yeah. have to experience so i mean i just i just appreciate that that moment but they're so they're so much fun and i've told people a million times that they're like one of the great greatest audiences to be in front of because you can just do a body slam on something on someone which is a pretty you know basic move and they just will lose their minds. I mean, just absolutely love it. You hit them with a couple clotheslines and they are into it. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. whereas it's like at a regular show, you know, adults or teenagers even will be like scrutinizing the match a lot more. And, and you know, where these kids just immediately get lost into, you know, the story and the guys and the 
you know the the characters and the colors and all the stuff you know it's 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 a really cool experience and the ring is like you know what five feet in front of them oh yeah yeah so i mean this is the closest you know any i mean you know you don't get that close even if you have front row seats at raw you know (laughs) no no and 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 the kids are are hot for it no pun intended with the weather but the kids are hot for it like from the 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 second they sit down they see that ring until oh, well yeah. after until well oh after yeah no they match. see the like, ring and then they're like the the it's like the anxiety's already building yeah. and i'm like you know like like okay here we go this is it they, yeah and, and 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 i've been told by by red that it's something that comes up throughout the year like the kids are talking about how they can't wait for this year's you know show and everything and um so uh yeah so that's that's what this that's what this event is and so we had uh i guess our eighth one this uh this last monday john was there and uh covered the event and uh i've been to most i haven't been to all you've been to all you've been i've been yeah i've been to every one of them i won the title about four years ago and have been the the champion uh since then up until this past monday when you lost in like two minutes yeah which which as you can tell john is taking some extreme pleasure uh just reporting the facts for some reason in in that uh that i lost Uh, i'm just reporting am i not a reporter he was very excited when he found out uh you know when he he saw that i lost he was he was very very excited about it um you know am i not a reporter Am I not a professional well, you, reporter? You certainly did go to reporting. You went right to uh, let's get this on Johnji's beat. Well, and I, I, uh, my people want to know. I got to get it out there. And then he who uh, hesitates to say it, nobody cares about the news. The news cycle is quick, Tommy. I got to get this out. Let everybody know what happened. It yeah, just so well, happened that you know you lost. In yeah, two minutes. but you also feel like uh, the need to continue repeating that that fact. Um, that you lost in two minutes um well we don't have a clock uh exactly on this you know there's a clock on the recording yeah and it was the two minute mark so a little over but i round i round so are you are you counting from when the bell ring you got to go bell Bell to bell 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 to bell you think it went two minutes a little bit yeah about probably i would guess like 225 maybe see i i think that's even long (laughs) to be (laughs) honest but I, um, I mean, look, I, I'll be the first one to say, yeah, you lost in two minutes and whatever amount of time. But I'm also the first one to say that, you know, I really, I applaud what you do. I applaud that you've been there for eight years. You know, you will, you will be there for 50 more if you can. You gave it your all. You probably were, you were a proud champ. I, I know this is a cause that's very dear to you. You're very passionate about it. And you'll give anything to help that cause. And um, although this goes against everything I believe in, I have to, uh, I have to take my hat off to you for that. And, and, you know, I was there when you won the title. I was there when you lost the title. Um, yeah, well, I appreciate you know. it. Um, no, and it was an honor to be the champion at all there uh, and to hold it for so long too. Uh, I think I had like a total of six title defenses in that, in that time, because I had uh, multiple matches at some, some shows and um yeah, I mean it's always a blast. I mean all the guys who are who are on the show just you know it's like I got to see you know Acid Jazz and I got to see um, uh, Renee Van Peebles, Renee right? Renee Van Peebles, who the new I, champ, the new I, woman's I, champ. 
yeah i had wrestled her last year and um uh yeah uh d'angelo Steele. uh i mean uh Rian skills was there i mean it was what about the guy know, that beat you why aren't you mentioning his name sin with uh, and? S- s- sadistic sean david were there i think we got to talk a little bit about the match so okay in your defense Although I applaud it because I'm kind of torn. I, I wanted to see you win. I, it, despite all the joking, I wanted to see you win. You're my guy. But um, I, I do love the way he beat you. He beat you in such an old school fashion. For those who didn't see it, for those that are, it is up on YouTube, didn't see the, the replay. Um, he uh, said used the old school green mist method. Shot yeah. Tommy's face full of green mist blinded him when the ref wasn't looking, took the shortcut, got the pin. Yeah. Um, that part was cool. The, the, the nod to old school, you don't see the miss anymore. Well, and honestly, I, I love that spot. So like when he said, you know, I do the, the, the green mist thing, I was like, oh, well, I'm like, well, there's our ending. I'm like, that, do we got Wait, you're breaking KFAB? I've talked about matches and putting them st- look together before oh, and stuff I'm just saying um but yeah no when when he brought up he, that that's you know one of his gimmicks i was like perfect because you know to be the champ for four years you know if i'm going to lose it you know I, I i technically shouldn't be losing it in you know <laughs> two minutes a, a minute and 45 oh. seconds or whatever but you know but we were literally crunched for time for the show and we had to trim all the matches down and uh because not we had a slightly longer version of the match previous and then we had to cut that down even so um but it works great because it's you know it's he broke the rules you know uh his manager interfered and then you know once i'm you know blinded by this stuff I'm not losing because I wasn't tough enough. I'm losing because like, you know, for all you know, it's like acid or something and it's burning. I played it. I tried to play it like it was burning my eyes or something like that because I sold my eyes all the way out until I got to, to the back. Now, one of the things I, I, I will say about uh, that moment is I'm leaving. Okay, so here I am. I finally dropped the title. Okay, as I'm leaving, you know, everybody's booing the other guy and um. I've got my hands over my eyes and like, or maybe one on my stomach trying to sell that too from the finisher I took. And um, so I really couldn't see, I I just could see like the ground underneath me and I, I knew the way to get back to the door. So, but I was really trying to sell the eyes, but the entire time I'm walking back to that door, I feel all these hands like patting me on the back. I was right behind it. I saw it. Yeah. And I, and, and I could hear all the kids saying, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Don't worry. You know, it's like, we still like you. He cheated, you know? And I was like, that's awesome. That, yeah. that, that meant a lot to me. You know, I mean, like I, you know, I, it's nice to know that they, they felt there, there was an injustice and uh they would have rather have seen me one and they're not they're not disappointed in me they're sympathetic and i thought that was really cool <laughs> now i i do have to question though we, we 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 touched on the topic a bit when i interviewed you which is available on on youtube i don't know if it's on the tommy else uh youtube channel yet but uh the it, interview is on youtube 
it, it, um, it I, I i'm planning on putting it on there but you can you can tell people that it's on john g's beat it, you know no I, no i wasn't not telling them i'm just saying it's on john g's beat uh, now it's on the john g's beat youtube channel but that i wasn't going for the cheap plug um we touched upon the topic you of all people you usually turn your your a blind eye to a nefarious act as you say when when cobra or any of his guys did that but Okay, you know, see, all right, you know, let me see if I can walk you through this here. All right. <laughs> oh, God, because I'm a moron. No, I know. No, it's just it might it might be just a little more complicated Enlighten than, me. Than, than what you're I think you're looking at it a little too simple. Um, oh, but, and, it's, and it's not your fault. It's it's just it's a more complicated uh, uh, story than you probably know. So I don't necessarily you you haven't seen me condone it in in other outside of the Cobra Dynasty, you know. Have you seen me condone nefarious acts? Yeah, I believe there have been a few have, times. Have, okay. When when one of your quote unquote one of your guys might have done something that we've kind of battled it back and forth. One of my guys where like in WWE or something. Or, I, I I don't I don't have it. I don't have my Rolodex of memory here to pull it up, but but I, you have occasionally uh, done the well, whatever you know. If the ref didn't see it, it didn't really happen. You know, things happen. He he accidentally maybe maybe Sin had some mouthwash that he didn't quite expel before the match, and it was choking him, so he it had to get rid of it. Finally, came up with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something like that. That would be I, hysterical. I've, that would be. I've, I've, I've heard excuses like that. <laughs> you know, but, he believes in hygiene. Look, when I was when I was in the Cobra Dynasty, okay, I had a job to do. I never now, liked you in that dynasty either. But anyway, well, I digress. That's a different. Yeah, that's a different story <laughs> to talk about. But uh, when I was in the Cobra Dynasty, I had a job to do. Now, if you look back at any of it, I never did anything that it, that interfered with or or had any of impact on the matches i never did you distracted anything. the ref i didn't no i didn't do anything in the ref you never distracted the ref well maybe i distracted the ref but while while somebody else did some nefarious okay acts. here all right let's read let's let's define distracting the ref though because i was talking to the ref now if that distracts him yes you know, yes you're not then that's, you that's don't not talk him. to the ref in the middle of the you know match. I, well, on the match while your partner kicks the guy must in the have gym. done something that was unfair to cobra not, and not, i was calling it's not him your out place to it. do that it is too that's what i'm there for me no, and justin no. king were there at no, ringside no to help inform, yeah see the people you know, know. you're you're yeah I, I rest my case. Enough said. Hey, on the plus side, though, you lasted longer than you did against Ego. So before the show started, I asked John um, <laughs> if uh, he could hear the air conditioner going in the background. Um, I turned it on and I turned it off. He says there's no difference. Um, so I just wanted to put it out there that if you do hear some sort of noise in the background on my end that's the air conditioner and it would have been off but john told me it didn't come through so it didn't come through on my end oh so but we I'm also got to talk about the battle royal where you got uh unceremoniously uh exited you still had the green mist in your eye i'm cutting the slack there 
yeah yeah and i'll tell you something i the finisher i took from it from from sin was uh was pretty hard on the back (laughs) it It looked it looked bad it looked awkward i i uh I also looked, got the tape looked of that. I don't know if it looked what? It, it looked like not awkward. It looked painful, I should it, say. I mean, I thought it looked great. I mean, yeah, yeah, from, right. From, I mean, it the, looked like from the it video. Like it caused, yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, it was just like to do it. I really had to like jump up and kick my feet up high in the air, and I did it. And it's like you get you you get up in the air. Your feet are up in the air. You know, and now like the the reality that the only way this is going to end <laughs> is with you falling on your back outside and it's like, the ring on concrete. And, and uh, no, I'm talking about. Uh, oh, are you are you talking about the fall when I fell out of the ring? Yeah, that looked. Oh, painful. I'm talking about the finisher in the match. I don't know how I got. Oh no, crisscross. No, we're, right. we're talking about. The, oh, the, the fall out of the ring was a little awkward. Yeah, no, that no, that was that one was a little awkward. I I don't know. It's I honestly I w- I was trying not to just fall on the concrete. I knew it. I knew it was not going to look good. But like I said, the kids aren't going to care, and they're not. No, gonna, no. they're not going to know the difference. And I'm so why go out, you know, and try to hurt yourself. Right. No, I agree. I agree. Marche Rocket always said, you know, when you're in those situations where it's like a high risk move or something where you could hurt yourself, he said, don't do it unless there's cameras rolling, you know? Right. So we said that about some of the the injuries at Resistance Pro back in the day, like a Shane Mercer destroying his shoulder, you know, things like that. But yeah. Well, uh, either way, it was a good time. And uh, I did, yeah, I did not win the battle royal, but I was not, you know, at that point, I was, I was pretty much cashed anyway. So, uh, but uh, I will be back next year and every year that they'll have me back. Um, I will try to be back as well. It's a, it's a wonderful cause. It really is. It's, it's, and, um, you know, we had talked about it, like, or maybe I, maybe I was talking about a different friend, but <laughs> driving home, I hit massive traffic on, uh, oh, on the, the right. Yeah, tell but me but you know it. what? But you know what? Like, it didn't matter. Like, any other day of the year, I would have been like, you know, stewing in it, but there's yeah. no way, there's no way no, you, you leave with angry. a real high. You real, you do, you leave with a real high and a real buzz being around all that. And, and there's just so much positive energy that it just, it, it's it, humbling. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's so, it's so wonderful. So yeah, I hear you, but yeah, fuck that traffic, man. I mean, <laughs> it probably took me almost two hours to get home because yeah, I it left, took me I, about an hour and a half. I left, I left a little, a little later than you. Yeah. And oh my God. I mean, yeah, I had to go down 95th street and it's like, there's a stoplight oh, every, five, every yeah. five feet, you know, I'm just, yeah. in this, I grew up uh, down there. Remember? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> well, uh, can I talk about uh, yesterday? Yeah, that was a, the, the next thing I want to talk about. So, fill us in and what happened with the uh, with that. Well, our old uh, uh, wrestling mate at Resistance Pro, Paloma Star, is featured in a comic book by uh, Daniel Warren. Um, I'm forgetting his last name. Hold on one second. I have it right here. Did you give um, me a copy? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, such a thoughtful guy. Such a thoughtful um, guy. Wouldn't even think I, it wasn't, I, it wasn't I, never even dawned on him. Never even well, dawned a, on is, him. This is really uncomfortable. <laughs> Got side too. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Warren, uh, Warren um, um, Johnson. And they were doing a, uh, 
uh, comic book signings at Challengers uh, on the near north side, a uh, place where I've been several times. They've done other signings there. So I got to see the Chica on the beach. Now, uh, people that don't know, um, Paloma is a wrestler, but she also joined me, did a bunch of interviews on the beach. She became the Chica on the beach for a while at Resistance Pro. Um, yeah. A duty that she, I thought she was fantastic in. I, I know... Um, I know she would have preferred it. We talked about this yesterday too. I know she would have preferred to wrestle more and to do both. Um, and, and I agree. And we, you and I have talked about this too. She should have been, she should have been used better and more, yeah, yeah, but yeah, she yeah. was, fan, she was fantastic on the beat. She and, was, uh, yeah. I know she, yeah, like you said, she would have rather have been wrestling, but she still took what was given to her and she did a really great job. She was, she was a very good interview. I've got, I've got, I think one or two with her. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, I, I can only think of one right now, but I, I thought that was a very good interview. So, um, and, yeah. And Paloma and I also did a commercial for Sears. Yes, with, that's uh, right. With the, uh, the Beer City tell, Brawlers. Tell that, tell, that, yeah, tell that story for the people. Well, we've, never, we've never talked about it on this show. So that's yeah, a, I mean, it, that's it a was, good story. I, I guess the, the folks at Sears were looking to do a commercial to, for their tough skin jeans or their work jeans or whatever they were. And they they wanted they they were going to do some wrestlers. So they got the Beer City Bruiser, um, who's a, a who actually just moved down to Tennessee, but he, obviously Beer City's from the Wisconsin area, um, a big dude, and it looks like a you know typical wrestler, like just an old school yeah. wrestler. Yeah. So uh, he was he was the, the main character, and um, I guess when they were looking for other wrestlers, they went on the, the our pro roster. They saw Paloma. Uh, they were looking for two people to be like scientist type people. They saw Paloma, they picked her out, and for whatever reason, they picked me out. And so I'm, I'm curious to know why, to fill the scientist role, they still went to a wrestling roster. Like, why wouldn't they have just, like, what was, like I would think, like, you'd go anywhere but that. I mean, like, why I don't would, know. I don't know if they did look or if at they the just thought they could grab some people cheap off of there or something. Well, like that. no, I mean, I, I don't know if they were looking for um, the scientist at that point. Okay. Or if they were just looking for the wrestlers, and they came across Paloma and me, and then because uh, the way the guy because you had a profile on the on the website, yeah, yeah. But the the way the the director or producer, um, uh, I forgot uh, last name was Jordy. The way he explained it to me, uh, Chris. The way he explained it to me was, I had the mad scientist look. So it's possible that they were looking for wrestlers, saw me, and said, "Hey, this guy would make a good mad scientist." Yeah, and then I needed a, a sidekick, not a sidekick. I don't mean to insult her, a, a, a partner. Yeah. Um, and you know, Paloma was perfect. Yeah, like so, you're my sidekick. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, that's not true. Um, so you know, um, uh, Jacques had asked me if I wanted to do it. I, you know, me, I'm, I'm all over it. So we were down there. And it was the same place uh, where I think it was the same place where uh, our pro wrestled in Summit. We got down there. There was a wrestling ring was set up. Beer City Bruisers in there. Paloma and I got, uh, you know, lap coats. And our, our job basically was to stand by the ring and have, we had a, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, you know, the right on, what do you call those things? Clipboard. Clipboard, thank you. Wow, I'm losing my mind. Yeah, you guys had clipboards and I, you Yeah, we had clipboards yeah, and it yeah. looked like we were analyzing the match. But right, the like was, you were like you were checking things off yeah, or something. Yeah, we were checking yeah. things off. And, but aside from the checking things off, the, 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 the part, the real part that we got involved in was Beer City Bruiser took his opponent, which by then was just a, a dummy, a, a heavy, heavy dummy, and threw it on us. And we were supposed to go flying, and the dummy landed on top of us. The dummy probably weighed about 100 pounds. I'm not exaggerating. It was heavy. 
And uh, Paloma said she, I, I know they did it a handful of times. Paloma took a couple of shots. I took a shot in a groin. Um, and, and I think they just made us do it a few times for fun. But that, I, 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 I think I've told the story before. The, the weirdest part for me was we were in, the, uh, we were in the, the one room for lunch. And the guy came up to me and asked me, you know, what I wanted for lunch. Or no, I was like, there were sandwiches and stuff. I was eating a sandwich. And I, I, uh, I went to the cooler thing and I, and I was kind of fishing through there. And, and uh, one guy come over, uh, the assistant guy comes over and goes, what are you looking for? I said, uh, I'm just going for a Coke. I don't see any here. Honest to God, he turned around and like yelled, get this guy a Coke. This guy wants a Coke. Where's his Coke? And I was like, I go, it's okay. Like I was just drink yeah. water. I was just <laughs> looking for a Coke. And then honestly, the Coke came to me within like 10 seconds. And wow. the guy that brought it to me was, you know, I just go, man, I, I wasn't like, you know, I explained it. I'm like, I, I, you know, it was, no, 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 you guys, you know, you guys are the stars. I'm like, yeah, I'm a star. Yeah. Now, the sad part is that um, the commercial is lost forever. I had it on my hard drive. My hard oh, drive yeah. blew up. I don't have the commercial. Paloma doesn't have it. Beer City Bruiser, the producers, nobody has. It was online. It was on their YouTube channel. Yeah. And then somehow it's off. But um, it, it is a it is a damn shame uh, that that thing is gone because that that would be fantastic to have that still. Well, I did get the callback for another commercial, the Santa commercial, the Santa hat commercial, which I did eventually save. Uh, so I was in two Sears commercials. I don't remember the Santa hat one. Yeah, remember I, I did. I, I'm, see again, that? I, I was being I was being typecast. I had the, the hat, I, I had the lab coat on again, you know. And uh, I, yeah, I'm more than a one trick pony, but I had the lab coat on again. And, and, you know, I got there, my hair was like, you know, combed and everything. He goes, no, no, that's not going to do it. So he gets his gel and he like messes my hair up. So I look like this wacko, you know, thing. There was me and the, the Santa Claus guy. Yeah, but buddy, this could have been, I mean, for all, you know, I play whatever part. If, if, especially, well, I, believe especially, me. Especially if they're calling you back. I mean, it's Oh, believe like, me, I, I wasn't complaining. Think of like, you know, Flo with progressive insurance. Do you think she's pissed I, hey. because she's 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 typecasted as, as no, you know, look, she's man. been doing it for like six years, you know, playing the part look, on know, a commercial? You know me, man. I was all over this. I don't care. You could, I'll play anything. But you remember the commercial. It was, it was a commercial for, um, we were explaining to the, there were four people playing the employees and Santa and I were talking about the hat and the, the, we were, the thing was we were trying to get the employees to wear the hat and it ends up with wear the hat, wear the hat, wear the hat. It's said like 15 times between them and us and it ends with, and this is, this was my crowding moment. I improvised this. It was uh, the end line was, I was supposed to turn to Santa and say like, wear the hat. And when I turned to him, I like, we kind of met eyes and I did a chest bump with him. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm like, oh man, I hope like the, the and the producer goes, all right. And I, I was just waiting for the, the thing. And he goes, oh, that was fantastic. He goes, that was incredible. Wow. <laughs> and then actually stayed in the commercial. I don't remember this at all. It's, uh, I, I could, uh, I could send it to you. Yeah. It's on, my, it's on my Facebook, but yeah. Send me, send me the link. Maybe when I see it, I'll remember it. But I, yeah. I don't, I don't remember this at all. I remember them calling you back. I remember that part, and and I don't know if I knew that you went and did anything or not. But, but anyway, yeah. getting back to Paloma. So we, anyway, so Paloma was in that first commercial with me, and uh, I guess what happened is she's friends with the one of the owners of Challengers Comics, uh, um, what's uh, Daniel 
Warren Johnson was looking for some wrestlers. He was created a comic book that had, uh, he needed a wrestler for the inside, kind of a pattern and awful. And uh, he talked to the Challenger Comics, the co that guy knew Paloma, asked her if she'd be interested in doing it. She, of course, jumped all over it. Sure. And, and there it is. And she, um, apparently there's potential for more appearances uh, in the comic book, not signing appearances, yeah, yeah, more yeah. appearances in future comic books. Um, she talked about her career. She's taking a little time off right now. Uh, she did tell me a, a couple of secrets that I won't reveal on, uh, on, on the air, but I'll tell you later. Um, right. And uh, she, you know, she understood that you couldn't make it because you had work commitments, but she still said you suck. Or, or wait, maybe I said you suck. I forget which. It doesn't really matter. But um, I, I did feel bad, though, that I, I really did want to go to that. And then circa, the, I originally had planned on it. It was in my calendar and everything. And then I had work stuff that came up and I just there was no way I could get around it. So I no, uh, I, I represented. Well. I apologize, I said, Paloma, if you if you're listening. No, I really uh, I said I said, really, Tommy really wanted to be here. But I said, uh, although he really wanted to be here, I made sure I was here. So, oh, no. you know, I want, yeah. I want to support you in, in your endeavors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and we, you know, it was good. We laughed a lot of old times and, and uh, yeah, it was good. And she did say to, to, you know, send her regards and a big hug to you. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. I, yeah. I, oh, and, and actually one more thing before I forget, I, I didn't forget my buddy. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, All right. See, just Thank so you know, I'm not lying. You. There are okay. two. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate Signed it. Signed by both. Yeah, Daniel Warren Johnson and and Paloma. Very very cool. I appreciate that. I've I will have a uh, I will have a board and a bag ready for it, ready to go. You knew I wouldn't forget my my guy. Well, I don't know. I I I I I there's there was doubt. There was doubt. <laughs> there was doubt. Well, uh, Gwen Stefani, no doubt, I yeah. came through. No, I'm very excited for it. It sounds really cool. Uh, who isn't? There's other people like isn't Cole Cabana in it too? And uh, yeah, I haven't. I didn't honestly. I didn't have a chance to, to go through it all. Cole Cabana is, I believe, on the cover here. Um, yeah, it's, it's a it's a heavily heavy uh, wrestling centric comic. It's called um, 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 Do a Power Bomb. Yeah. So obviously, well, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for, her. and you know, and that's that's the thing with wrestling that you get to you you kind of fall ass backwards into these things that you never thought would happen, or you'd never be a part of, or people you never thought you would meet or be interacting with, or, or all sorts of stuff. I mean, it's just it's it's really, you know, you, you go. This is, this yeah, you go in you go in doing one thing and your intentions are, you know, okay, wrestling, being in the ring, putting on a show and everything. And then but then you other stuff comes of it, you know, friendships to, you know, open up other opportunities and things like that. So this is exactly Paloma and I were talking about that yesterday. You know, um it, you know, Paloma's a, a woman from Texas, I believe, mm -hmm. San Antonio yeah. area. So you know the and, and she's quite a bit younger than me. She's like twenty something years younger than me. The odds of you know me we're, we're all we're all quite a bit younger. Than <laughs> moving on, the odds of me and, and Paloma hooking up in, at at Resistance Pro, you know, working together to commercial. Sure, yeah. Um, and then you know, seeing following her career, becoming friends. 
yeah, you know, yeah. This is what our pro or wrestling does. It, it you know, and and you too. Like, you know, I I wouldn't be doing this podcast or whenever a good right. friend like I you. I mean, I I met you, know, you at the very beginning of my of my wrestling career. So yeah, and, you know, and you've been along for the ride the entire time and stuff. And it's like, but yeah, I mean, we've done a lot of stuff together. You know, I, you know, beyond this podcast and everything like that. I mean, we've you know we've done you know all sorts of videos for the beat and stuff but we've also gone out and you know reviewed restaurants and things like that Lisa Marie to, Ferris. To, yeah i went to lisa marie's and you know we, we've gotten to go and do some you know we've been on the stage at ravinia you know yeah. singing singing with billy corgan and 20 wrestlers you know i mean i you know it's like yeah how do you you know you just you don't know where we're, we're any, you know, and it's, it's not just wrestling. You never know where life is going to take you. Right. I mean, no, you're you know, right. It, that could be anything, but wrestling just happens to open some interesting doors. You know, I mean, there's, it's one of the things I love about wrestling is the absurd, the, the absurdity of it all, um, both, both in the ring and out of the ring. You know, it's like for me, you know, getting over with a shake weight and a wrap is something right. like you would never have thought I couldn't, I, I would never have put that together and be like, this is going to kill. Like everyone's going to love this, you know? And then I also would never have thought that I would find myself backstage with <laughs> Marilyn Manson and Billy Corgan doing shots. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, well, you, no, I didn't do shots you, with those two, but, and you have those, you have that moment when you're sitting, when you're there where you step back for a second and you like look at the scenario and you're like this is insane and you think about the course of events that led to that moment and why you are there and everything and it's just it's wild it's wild you, you know I, I i may have told the story before i'll do it very quickly along those same lines um one of my dearest friends and uh, the guy that pays me a huge portion of my income frank gallagher of global traveler magazine the only re the way that we hooked up was you know you i quit using that word buddy you keep saying oh, hooked, we up. hooked up yeah you keep yeah we saying. didn't hook up fran and i did not hook up and you that and way. paloma, paloma and, and you, i did not hook up you did not way. hook up all right paloma yeah, was was just had a, had a boyfriend all along that. she's yes. married yes. yeah so the way fran and i connected um after high school, I was at DePaul. One of my friends was back in town, high school friend. He asked me if I wanted to go to Mont, Mont Carmel or high school a basketball game. I didn't really want to go, but I figured, what the hell, why not? Go to the game, saw an old priest friend that was there, boom, left the game, thought nothing of it. The following Monday, get a call from um, uh, an advertising agency downtown, says, hey, you know, we talked to Father Gavin. He said, you, you might be looking for work. You, know, you want to come in? Went in, interviewed, boom, got the job. Warehouse assistant. A couple months later, Fran joins the company from Philadelphia as a salesman in the office. I meet Fran Gallagher, 1984. You know, yeah, like the, the absurdity of me going to one basketball game. Oh, yeah, changes the, changes the course of my life. Really. Sure. Well, like, you know, the night that I was going to go to uh, the tryouts for Resistance Pro, um, I mean, I was this close to not going i the was snowstorm right well it was a couple things i first of all had like one of the worst days of my life that day um for personal reasons and stuff so i was like the last thing i wanted to do was even go down the street you know let alone get on 290 and drive all the way deep into the city but throw on top of that that yeah it was in february and there's and the 
we just got sacked with this snowstorm and i don't know what it was i think i think a big part of it was because i had had such a bad day that i just felt like i felt so destroyed and defeated that i was like you know what it's worth it to just take a drive man like just you know just go i'm like who cares i'm like you got what have you you got nothing to lose at this point you know if anything you'll you might get to see billy corgan up close you know so uh i got in my car it was a chevy aveo and uh i had a drive like probably 25 30 miles an hour going down 290 um into but the I heart went, of downtown Chicago. Right. But I, I, I mean, I'll tell you, man, I have bailed on so many things for less than that, you know, and I, I will never know what compelled me to just do it anyway. But if I hadn't done that, that branches off into literally a thousand different yeah. things and yep. so many people that I wouldn't have had experiences or had friends in my life because that because I didn't go, if I didn't go that night, life would have been absolutely, completely different um, based on that one decision. And I, amazing, still, isn't I still am not entirely sure what compelled me to just say, you know, fuck it and do it, you know? And I'll tell you though, that night, I was so glad that I did. I felt, I mean, like the drive home was equally difficult, but I was still... I was still like, I mean, and I thought that's it. I mean, like, I'll never, that was a one-off thing. I'll never see any of those guys again or anything, but it was such a fun night. They really made the whole thing fun. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. I was I, always upset because I begged to get to that event to cover it. And I was, I was never, um, I was never even answered on that. But you know, yeah, they, the probably thing is, it, they probably wanted it private. I get it. I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I think they probably wouldn't have cared I think it was more, uh, you know, I, and I won't, I won't name names. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but I think there's a lot of laziness in the response. Well, I don't have um, to name names. I emailed literally ten people that were yeah. involved, and and I did hear back from a couple, but I never heard like it was always, yeah, you know, we'd like you, you know, cover us, blah blah blah. But there was never any, yeah, you can come to this event, and it's it's this time, and be here, and you know. Honestly, I bet you if you had just showed up, they would have just let you in and and let you do it. I, I doubt I, they would. You know, now I would. Now I would just do that if it was something I really wanted to do. Um, yeah. Back then, I, you know, th you know, we're also talking eight years ago. That wasn't. Um, I wasn't quite as comfortable in my shoes in my John G's Beach shoes at that point. Yeah. Right. Well, your your site hadn't taken off yet from the uh, forty thousand views that. Um, I gave you on three different videos. Uh, you know, as long so. as we're talking about, as long as we're talking about it, I, I do have to say I have to give you your kudos. So, I was always, um, I was always really impressed that that you had the courage to do that that um, tryout, if you will. And I was always impressed that you had the courage to, like, I, you know, I, I've, as I said, I've watched some of your videos recently that you've posted. You know, to go out there in front of a crowd like that to do it with very little experience in that field i was always really impressed by that 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 uh was uh, pretty gutsy on your part well thanks i mean i just tried to make the best of it i you know but i i i loved being able to do what i could do and um and i hated that i couldn't do more than i could 
you know like i i wish i was more you know talented and you know had more training you know but it doesn't matter the overall package if you take the overall package of what a tommy else or eric say delivered you were right up there with any of them you had you probably well, sold the, funny, the most shirts you probably had that, the biggest crowds it, that was one of the funny things was is that i mean you know, I mean, part of it is I just think not enough people put effort into making merch and doing the stuff and everything. Whereas I opened up a damn store every time I came up. Hey. I I wasn't as I wasn't as bad as 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 you know Josephus. You know, rest in peace. But um, but I mean, like you know, I I had T-shirts, I had buttons, keychains, magnets, eight by tens, five. But your by stuff sevens. was always quality too. It wasn't. Crap, it was quality. And I won't no. name names, but. <laughs> you know who i'm talking several yeah. people but your stuff was always pot it wasn't like you just took your your same i was i was lucky stuff. no i was yeah it, I, it's true it was really good quality stuff but a lot of that was because i was lucky to know um i knew a, 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 a person rather than go to like you know pro wrestling tees or something like that like i I knew a place that was in downtown Lombard um, that um, they do a really great job with their uh, with doing their shirts and everything. And it would cost more. I mean, it was they were they cost. I I never made a profit on on any of most of I never made a profit on any shirts. Um, but my goal was just to get shirts on people's backs. You know, I wasn't worried exactly. About, I was look worried at about, me. I mean, I, I gave away. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't worried about making money on that stuff. Um Yeah, but look at look at it this way though, Tommy. You you might say you were lucky to have these connections, but one, you were smart enough to figure out how to get those connections or how to connect to those connections. And two, don't tell me that the majority of wrestlers that were there who who were on the scene for however many years couldn't have made similar connections to figure out how to get a t-shirt made, how to get eight by tens made. Come yeah. on. And we're talking, I'm not saying even the magnets and all that stuff. I'm not even going that far. A t-shirt and an eight by 10. If a wrestler can't do that to promote himself. I agree. Those are the basics there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all the other, and all the other stuff, I, I did that because I could, I, because again, I knew someone who worked at a place where that's what they made, where magnets and keychains and buttons and stuff like that. She was like, just send me whatever the logo is or whatever. And I sent it to her. And then she gave me a quote on it. And I think I got a discount from, you know, she used her discount on it or something like that too. So, I mean, it was like, you know, I think the magnets were maybe the most expensive. Maybe they were like 70, no, probably not even that much. They're probably like 50 cents a piece or you something. You charged like me that. like 10 bucks. Yeah, I never charged you 10 bucks. I'm sure I never charged you at all for it. Um, You know, but like the buttons were like, you know, 15 cents and it was like so the nice thing about it was is i could i you know i could give her like a hundred bucks and i get like a gigantic bag full of just a mix of all of this stuff and everything and you know i just i sold them for like a buck i mean like you know like i said if the most i spent on any of it was 50 cents i doubled my money you know so i'm not looking to gouge anybody and i wasn't and i had no illusion that i was going to be like banking you know at this thing you know it, again it was more about get the merchandise out there and and just you know like if somebody has a body magic keychain or a magnet on their fridge that's great you know Which i do 
Um, and a lot of people do. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I do run across some people and I've had people say like, my kid still has your eight by 10 up in his room or something like that. And, um, but, uh, but the nice, the, the thing I liked about it the most was this while those things were just cheap little tchotchkes and everything, you would get kids who would come up to you sometimes and like, they, you know, you can tell they really, you know, are excited to see you. Some are a little more shy than others, but like, you know, they, they've, you know, the, sometimes they come by themselves and sometimes the parents behind them and like going up and saying, it's okay, go ahead, go ahead and say hello, you know, and like they kind of help them work out, you know, the, you know, and so I could then give them, you know, a few of these things or something like that. I mean, it's costing me nothing and right. yet you're making this kid's day, you know, because what am I going to be like? Well, kid, if you like me that much, you know, <laughs> give me dollar. three. Yeah, I need, I need a dollar fifty and I'll give you the, I'll give you the whole set. No, I would just like, you know, I would just give it to them and stuff. But then, you know, they had that and they would take it home. And for them, you know, some I remember you made you know, their moment, man. Right. And that was such a cool thing to be able to do. So, but again, I was, you know, if I hadn't known that girl who who was able to set me up with that stuff, I would never have had the thought to even make those things. She just I disagree. I, I was talking, I was, you know, she was telling me what she does and uh uh you know, and I she knew about the wrestling and stuff and she knew that I had merch and stuff. She's like, well, you should like it, you know, cause then she was like, well, we could make shot glasses. We can do this. We can do that. And all this other stuff. And I was like, well, let's just start simple, you know? And I said, shot glasses don't really line up with my demographic either because most of the kids are the ones who like me. So I think the buttons and magnets and stuff work, you know? So. Yeah. I disagree with, with your, your premise that, you know, obviously she made it easier for you. I understand that. And maybe it would have taken you longer, but I know how your mind works. I saw you at the shows. You would have done that eventually. And, you know, and, and some of the other wrestlers had good stuff. I'm not knocking all of them, but far too many. And we see it to this day, far too many wrestlers um, don't have eight by tens, you know, or, or, or the, infamous. a lot of them just don't have tables at all. They're just not even out there and everything. And it's like, the thing is, is, you don't make you don't make you know okay so like when you do it if you promote a show you don't make you generally don't make the a profit from the gate you make right. a profit from your sponsors they're the ones where you get the money from as a wrestler you don't make a profit from the the 25 bucks you got for wrestling that night you make money off your merchandise so the idea is, is that if you get your character over, whether you're a heel or a face, either way, people will want to buy your stuff. And then that's where you make your money. And so if you're trying to have any kind of a career in pro wrestling, then you need to have some merchandise. Now there's some thinking that, you know, like heels shouldn't that's have crap. Heels shouldn't have merchandise. But you know, it's like look at Roman Reigns. How many Ric Flair? How many t-shirts are there for Roman yeah. Reigns, the bloodline and all that stuff? They're bad guys, they're heels, you know? So it's like, we, no, if, cause people like the heels, people like the heels usually more than they like the faces. So you can't just, I, I don't think that's true. I think it, 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 the, it depends on what you sell. You, I mean, you can't just, you can't get too goofy with it. You know, you are like foam fingers or something like that, you know, for some things, you know, but like you find the right kind of merchandise and yeah, there's always a t-shirt. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, a t-shirt is the easiest way to go. Eight by tens are good. You know, if you get a good action shot, you know, you, you get your usual, you get your eight by 10 and your formal, but then, you, you know, maybe a good action shot from a show or something like that. You know, people, you know, wrestling fans like that stuff. They want to buy it, but you get, but if you don't give them the opportunity to, you're screwing both yourself and them. And once they have that, that makes a connection between them and your character and who you are as a wrestler, because your, you know, photo is up in their place or your, your t-shirt is, you know, they wear it once in a while or whatever, you know, it's like you become one of their guys that they're into. And I mean, it's like everybody wins, you know, I had that debate with Josephus who was a heel at the time. And he, he uttered the line, Heels don't wear or make shirts for heels. And I said, that's ridiculous thinking. But furthermore, furthermore, and not to sound sexist, if you are a woman wrestler, you are making a huge mistake and not going out to, even if, even if you don't have anything to sell, even if you're just you're selling right. selfies, yeah. men will line up and pay five, 10, 20 bucks for a selfie with you. And I'm not saying just the most attractive, hottest women out there. If there's a no, woman on a wrestling show, men will line up for it. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100. percent Yeah, I mean, there's. And why? They, why a woman would come out? They may not always be the most savory bunch, but they'll be. <laughs> but yeah, they'll be there. I, I mean, if you, you want to make some, if you want to make some money. I mean, there's worse ways than just taking a selfie with somebody. I mean, it's you know. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen guys, and I'm not joking, I've seen guys drop 200 bucks and buy literally 28 by 10s all for themselves. Oh, absolutely. And especially, and I'll tell you, that's also why you want to come back out after the show and, exactly. your, and run your table because uh, A, they've seen you wrestle, but B, they've also had the whole night to drink. And so now... <laughs> they are much more loose with their wallet, you know, if you can catch them after the show. So, you know, the pre-show is good and everything, but you got to remember everybody's walking in there sober, you know, and the ones but they who do are, have more cash in the beginning. This is true too. This is true. But, you know, if there's a guy who has, you know, a couple hundred bucks to burn, you know, that's where you'll catch that dude. So, so what we're saying is pre-show, <laughs> intermission and post-show. The, I don't know that look, you have to do intermission. I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, well, you got I, three opportunities is all I'm saying. You've got make three the most yeah. of something. Yeah, I get, I get. If you don't want to do pre-show because um, there's people coming in there who don't know who you are, they're not going to look at you. They, you know, if they don't know who you are, they, you could have, you know, a gold statue of yourself, and they're not going to be. Not if you're a woman, right? Well, if you've got, depending on your eight by ten and what you're, you know. Where then um but uh well there's some guys that can get away with that too though you know i mean i think ashton baton probably could have uh you know put some he uh, <laughs> and it would have worked with this character too i mean yeah having, you know he was a male model and everything sure. so he could have he could have gotten into some skivvies or something like that and done it and it would have it would have played right into his thing but um but pre-show i guess I, I i can understand you know i mean if you're like a regular there you know, and then, then yeah, I mean, you're going to, cause you're going to get repeat people who will know who you are. If this is like your first time there, I wouldn't worry about doing the pre-show uh, uh, signings and stuff like that, or, or having your table out. But, and then if you haven't wrestled by the, 
by the middle of the show again there's no reason to go out then but at the end of the show you should definitely be out there because people will have seen you at that point and now will have some sort of interest and that's that's your opportunity so time there is some timing involved but it's also circumstantial I don't know how I I, yeah I don't know how we got on this topic here but um (laughs) I don't I don't know but here here but here we are but I think we've I think we've uh hopefully we've educated somebody about it. there's someone out there who's yes. wondering how to run their merchandise table fledgling, fledgling, at a uh, yeah. at a pro wrestling. wrestling show that's our two cents on it that's what i say yeah. yes. um <laughs> all right so uh what else is going on here uh i got my well, hair i got my I hair say, that's quite a lot we've given though yeah <laughs> I got my hair cut. John, you did get John, your hair cut. John, John did not acknowledge it when he saw me. He did not say, <sighs> he did not say like, hey, you know, nice haircut or nice haircut. Like I that. wanted to save it for the show, you know, give it, give yeah. you a public uh, adulation. I'm getting a lot of compliments on it. People from seem Lily? To, people seem to be digging it. No, Lily? Lily doesn't, I don't think, care what my hair looks like. Uh, she's been very, uh, so I, I slept in the living room last night so because it was just too damn hot in my bedroom and everything. And I don't know what it is, but like she has a hard, she, she wants to play or something in the middle of the night. In the middle oh, of the night, yeah. she, in the middle of the night, she's just wound up in general, but she usually leaves me alone. I'm in my bedroom and she just runs around the rest of the house and goes nuts and tears things apart and stuff like that. But when I'm in the living room, she comes running up and, you know, will take a bite at my arm or something. Like, I'm, like, just falling asleep. I'm, like, so deep into that moment where you're just about to oh, cross, I love that moment. cross over. And then all of a sudden, it was chomp. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> jumping out of my chair. And I gave her two chances. And then I was like, that's it. And I picked her ass up. And she knows when she's in trouble. Because she, like, if I. If <laughs> they I, always do because because she she will run it because that's when she does the whole like flattening out thing to try to fit <laughs> under the couch or whatever <laughs> yeah. she would never do it on any other under any other circumstances but like yeah like suddenly like she gets into emergency mode and she's like army crawling underneath there and i always grab her legs and i pull her back and she meows like this is some horror film or something here you know, you know just, yep. like grab her pick her up and she's screaming the whole time and i take her in the bedroom and i always just fling her in there because the whole room is the bed so she's gonna land on it and then i close the door but then normally i'm fine with that i just say i'd leave her leave her ass in there for the rest of the night or until i wake up and go to the bathroom or something then i'll leave you know as long just as long as she's had some time to chill out you know but the problem was is that i felt guilty because my bedroom is fucking hot right yeah. so i'm like i can't keep her in there all night either I'm like Son no so i i i gave it maybe about a half an hour and then i was all like right. all right i was like all right i can't I, I can't leave her in there i'm like we're gonna have to figure something else out so i let her out and then she was fine after that so all right yeah um, yeah yeah it's because yeah i was like i was you know i thought about it and i'm like yeah it's if it's too hot for me it's too hot for her but uh on a slightly related note uh and then we will uh we'll take this this one home um of me yelling and screaming um i uh you know when i'm playing video games 
you know, you I, if I'm playing online with somebody, I've got the headphones, you know, the headset on and everything. And when you do that, your TV, you got to have the volume off and everything. Otherwise, you get feedback and stuff. So, so you know, I, I'll play like MLB 22 uh, with uh, with my friend Rick, you know, baseball, and uh, we. Uh, you know, I stuff happens, and then I start screaming out, and I'll be like, "Son of a bitch!" I'll be like, "Fuck you!" You know, and I just, for the longest time, I've always wondered if anyone ever hears me because my apartment, it, because it's otherwise, it's completely silent in my apartment, and then you just hear me just scream out obscenities once in a while. Now, my apartment is, as you know, right next to the elevator. So if anybody's standing out there, like waiting for the elevator, they might be hearing this and throw on top of that, that before this heat wave, um, I had had the windows open in my living room. And I think a lot of other people did too. And so it was kind of late. Uh, I, I had, I had been out and uh, was back home kind of late, 1130 or so, and I'm playing online with, with them and I start doing it and everything. <laughs> Finally, I actually get a text from one of my uh, neighbors to Jeez. say, this, well, they just were like, are you okay? They're like, are you playing video games or watching oh, a movie? Geez. And I was like, I said, yeah, I said, I'm being loud. I'm sorry. And they're like, oh, no, you're like, I, I, I'm glad you're having fun. I just wanted to make I just wanted to make sure, like, you know, everything was all right. So, <laughs> wow. so it's I mean, it. I've been here 23 years. That's the first time I've ever I've ever been called out on it. But I mean, the elf legacy grows. Yeah, but I did. I finally got I finally got nailed. So um well before we go i'll just hit you with one last question here i have um com and at johnsy's feet all over social media i was ready for it that's where you can find the interview with me uh post my post match from this past monday uh that's where you can see uh many many uh interviews with either tommy else or eric saint vaughn uh, a few of them uh, reaching 40,000 views on the uh, John G's beat and uh, placing me in the number one slot. Number one, two, and three slots. Over uh, a bevy of uh, celebrities and 1,200 plus videos. So, um, so that's, uh, so that was kind of the, we did like the Jeopardy version where you gave the answer and I asked the question. Um if so where you, can they find you? Where can they find me? They can find me on the twit at Tommy underscore else. They can find me on the gram at Tommy underscore else. And they can find me on the tube. Three for three. At the T3 universe. Um, which I have my match from Monday on there. And uh, there's also... Uh, man, what fine was, video work that was, though. Oh, man. This guy, you know, I post... Ben the, the Sun. I post the thing on Facebook. I tag, I tag my opponent and I tag John. I tag John because he's the one who took the video. And then I wake up this morning and I get a message on there. Why well, come I didn't get a, a video credit on there? You know, and I'm like, well, I tagged you. Well, this is not the same thing. 
So yeah, tagging I had to make it, I might have been there. I might have I had I might to make just it very to clear. It. I had to make it very clear to everybody that it was in fact a John production. Um uh before we call close it out here, I just wanted to give you uh some stats. Uh my my title reign at uh the Southside Occupational Academy was four or it was one thousand four hundred and sixty days. Wow. Which which if you break it down is uh it's two hundred and eight weeks and four days or thirty five thousand and forty hours. Uh two million one hundred <laughs> 2,400 minutes. Wait, how many and days was it? 1,400? 1,460. Okay. And then it was 126,144,000 seconds that I held that title. And I am proud of every one of them. As well so, you should be. Uh, that being said, um, John... I will let you close out the show uh, and uh, see if you can send a compliment uh, that's any stronger than the one I uh, was given at the top of the show. Well, I won't be as eloquent or as, as easy on the ears as she was, but for the John G. Orwell's podcast, I am John G. of johngsb.com. And with me as always, who else? But Tommy else. You're right. That wasn't eloquent at all. <laughs>